Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Welcome to Takeaway, a weekly conversation with the leadership team here at Silverdale, where we talk about our reflections, our takeaways from this past weekend's message. And I'm excited today to be with my friend, co-pastor, Chuck. How you doing, Chuck? Doing great, Michael. Man, I appreciate you so much for coming and being a part of this. I'm honored to be here, buddy. Now, if you don't know Chuck, and it would be hard for me to believe <laughs> that you actually don't know Chuck, Chuck, tell, tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do here at Silverdale. Okay, so uh, this is my 18th year, and I've done several things from back in the day, college ministry, education, but now I pretty much wear two primary hats, that one is the Creekside uh, venue pastor there, and our Creekside services. Then also, I'm membership pastor of all the campuses. So, so that keeps me uh, pretty busy, but working with people a lot, which I love. I know you love it. I know you love it. And Chuck, just a few weeks ago, Haley was a part of this, and I feel like Christmas came early for Creekside this year. Yes, over yes. In your new building. How about uh, it's that? Pretty, it's pretty incredible. You're right. That's a, a great way to put it. Christmas early because we got to move in, you know, of course, uh, middle of October, and it has been wonderful. The new venue, the theater has been unbelievable. It's allowed for growth that got stymied even before the pandemic right. got stymied because of uh, the crowding. So this has been great for us, man. I, you know, I've not been over there yet for a service, and right. one of these days I'm going to get over there. I'm going to pull away from some of my online responsibilities and just come over and just just enjoy the worship for at least the song. It's Amen. Be- I love, love to have you. It's, it's just great setup. Acoustics, everything is just wonderful. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. So, uh, you know, this past weekend, uh, we wrapped up our sermon series through the Psalms. We've been in an eight-week series called Mixtape, uh, where we've been exploring uh, different Psalms. And, uh, and, and one of the phrases that our pastor, that Tony used, was a Psalm for every season. Right. I love this uh, mixtape, um, I guess, theme that, uh, because that, you know, I'm, I, I made some mixtapes. I made some mix. Uh, you, did you're you make, too young for that to make mixtapes. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I made mixed eight tracks. How about that? Oh, is that what so, it was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But this past weekend, we talked about Psalm 121, mm-hmm. uh, which I shared uh, with our online uh, family that it's really one of my favorite songs. Great song. Uh, as my kids were growing up, this was one that we memorized and uh, it took a little while. We had some hand motions and all that went with it, but <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun to memorize that. And so, you know, just, just I guess, Chuck, in maybe a big picture, uh, in a big picture kind of way, as we think back over this mixtape series, what are a couple of the things that really stuck out to you or that ministered to your heart in this? Well, I'll tell you, I think as through the, Every Sunday was different, and most of them we looked at were Psalms of David, and I believe a couple were other ones that may be unknown authors. But the interesting thing is that every one of them wasn't quite 
uh, on the surface, as encouraging as this one. For instance, the one before, if you remember. Psalm um, 55, right? Yes, yes, Psalm 55. I mean, David's in the middle of one of the darkest seasons of his life. Right. And as most uh, Bible scholars uh, tell you, that in the writing of that, he had not come out of it, you know. And and so, but yet through that, interesting thing in that last one, you know, last thing he says in the whole thing, it's a lot about, it's an imprecatory psalm, you know, meaning he's complaining and groaning and moaning and calling down, you know, justice from heaven on all these evildoers. And you don't see any great solution, but at the very end, he says, but I will trust in you. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing. It's kind of like the bottom line of Psalm 55 was the bottom line. That well you said. Know, with all of this going on, I will trust in you. Well said. You know, and in other Psalms, obviously Psalm 23, one of the most beloved, probably most memorized Psalm, I would say, of all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so strengthening and comforting. Not that 55 wasn't, because actually in that one, um, I saw a lot of my testimony in that, the pain I went through in my life as a teenager and all. And But yet there was hope because, as you said, the bottom line is that we have a life of faith. And if we do live a life of faith, it is trusting in God. So I think a huge variety in all the Psalms. They, they weren't just Psalms that everything's rosy because yeah. our life is not going to be all rosy. Kind of like Tony said, a Psalm for every season of life. That's right. You're rejoicing, or whether you're, you know, you're just crying, whether you're going through a hard time, whether you, you know, you've you've experienced some kind of success, whatever your season of life, there's a there's a psalm that addresses that, and it can give you words, absolutely, to say back to God in praise and prayer to Him, absolutely. Beautiful. And then we came to Psalm 121 this weekend, which was, you know, as as uh, as as Tony talked about it, a traveler psalm, mm-hmm. one that was used in worship on the way to Jerusalem to worship at the temple called the Psalm of Ascent because they had to ascend up to that. And Tony talked about how um, six times in this Psalm, the Lord promises to keep you. He talked about the Lord being my provider uh, and and uh, the Lord being my protector mm-hmm. and the Lord being our preserver. preserver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Talk about some of your takeaway from this idea of the Lord being your keeper. Well, uh, as you study the Old Testament particularly, the word keep has a myriad of meanings. It's one of the richest words in the Old Testament. And obviously in this psalm, you, you see it appear six times. And obviously some of them are keeping for security. Some are keeping for uh, sustaining you through you know, struggles, whatever. Uh, there's other keeping there, keeping you as uh, a father would keep his his child. And so just, I thought it was a beautiful thing in this Psalm, as we know from the history of it, the Israelites would journey to Jerusalem on that ascending thing. And as Tony brought out, there would be struggles along the way. There might be, uh, you know, uh, robbers, whatever, but yet this was their hope that God was going to get them to the destination, just as us today as believers, no matter how tough life gets, will still end up in the end. It's like the old saying goes, we've read the back of the book and we win. Right, right. And so I think for me, that keeping, us as sitting there listening to Tony and looking at, at studying that as he was sharing the word, 
I thought back to when I was a child and, you know, no dad, you know, my story, no dad. And like, wow, who's going to keep me? And mom, my mother who loved me, she struggled with addiction and alcohol. And so once I became a believer at nine years old, then I started getting myself in the word of God and realizing truths like that, that God is an ever present help in time of trouble and he will keep us no matter what. He'll never let us fall. So that's why I love the word keep. It's just a beautiful word. And obviously, Tony uh, emphasized that for us. And we are kept in him. You know, Tony, he's a master of of finding illustrations. I'm always curious as to how he goes through the process of of, of, of coming up with these different stories. And right. I'm, I'm, I don't know, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to pretend that I know, nor if I did know what I, what I spill the beans on that one. But uh, <laughs> one of that he used this past weekend was about an, an older uh, grandmother during World War II, mm-hmm. um, who during a bombing, and you can go back and listen to the message if you haven't heard it and, and get the full illustration. It's great. But during a bombing, being able to sleep through that whole experience, and uh, and when when her family came and found her, she's like, Grandma, how are you? However, they said it in, in London back then. Right, right. right. In uh, in the South, it'd be Grandma. Yes, uh, yes. Right. <laughs> Grandma, how are you still asleep in this? And she said something to the effect of, "You know, well, I know God's awake. I don't see there's any reason for both of us." And yeah, it was yeah. it was a fun illustration, but I thought, um, man. That's usually not my response. Usually <laughs> I'm in the midst of worry and maybe a bit of panic. I know That's it. my Me gut too. reaction yes. when the bombs are falling. Likewise. You know, yeah. I know it. I'll, and I, ought too, love that illustration uh, because obviously I was a, a big World War II buff. And he also, if you didn't get to see the message, be sure to look online and see it. Uh, he shared some pictures from World War II, the bombing of Great Britain, and just devastating, particularly the one that really got me was when he showed the ones, the, the people in the subway. Remember that, Michael? Mm-hmm. They were in the that. subway. And what people would do back then, if you haven't heard the message, they would leave their homes because of bombing, go underground to the subway that was pretty secure. But you had all these people sleeping, literally sleeping in the train tracks of the subway and then go back to their homes, which were probably weren't there. And, but yet then that grandmother, as you brought out, she's as their family found her through the rubble, she was asleep because her trust in God. Yeah. It's incredible. Isn't it? It's incredible. It's an amazing story. Right. It's a real, real testimony of real faith. Absolutely. Um, you know, so as we kind of come to the end of this, and it all seems to go so fast. And by the way, if if you're new to this, these are very candid conversations. We we don't have a prepared script. We're not looking at a teleprompter or anything like that. And so <laughs> if you're wondering how we, we we come to what we come to, these are just our genuine takeaways from the uh, from the message. And so if you're watching this on on Facebook or YouTube or you're listening to it and going, you know, uh, how are they coming up with this conversation? We're just <laughs> we're just talking. That's right. Um, But as we come to the end of our time right now, you're a campus pastor. You have the heart of a campus pastor. And and as as we we came to the end of Psalm 121 Mm -hmm. uh, on Sunday, what was it you wanted people in in your flock, so to speak, to to walk away with? Well, as I got up at the end of the message and just challenged them that, particularly as we look back at the keeping thing, that each one of them was, if they're following Christ as your Savior, meaning you as well, if you follow Christ as your Savior, then 
you are kept by God for eternity. As Tony ended, for eternity, forever. And I challenge each one of them, you're a favored son or a treasured daughter of the great king of the universe, the creator, the father of all. You're his daughter or son. And that no matter what you're ascending or descending to, however you want to look at that in life, that you are kept. He is always there. I don't care if you're my age, if you're a teenager, if you are 85 years old, if you have followed Jesus, he has promised to keep you, to walk with you through that journey, as we, as Tony called it, a journey, because we are on a journey in life. And God will always walk with us through the valleys as well as the mountains. Chuck, man, I'm so grateful for you. Uh, one of the one of the joys I have as a pastor uh, and a middle-aged pastor is that here at Silverdale, one of the joys I have is guys like you, Chuck, that, that I can look to to model for me what, um, what a pastor looks like, what a pastor acts like. And we're just so blessed to have you here at Silverdale. You're so too I'm, kind. I'm grateful for you. Thank you, brother. Too kind. I've, I've loved these last several years serving with you. And your energy encourages me to keep on keeping on, brother. Well, keep on keeping on. You're doing a great work. And thank you all for being a part of this. Listen, this is uh, Tea Week. And so, ladies, I don't believe it's too late. If you're interested in watching the tea online, we'll have a virtual version of that on December 1st and December 2nd. So if you're able to go and you haven't signed up yet, you can go to silverdalebc.com slash tea and find out all the information about how, uh, how to get signed up and how to be a part of that this week. And also, Chuck, as we're transitioning into the Christmas season, there's a lot going on around here yeah, for sure Christmas. At every campus, it's beginning to look beautiful. And, and we hope that you will check out our services during the Christmas season. Make sure that you're spending time with the Lord with God's people in worship. Absolutely. Enjoy Him this week, and we hope to worship with you this weekend. Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called The Seven Commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands, and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale. And we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.